let us have a look at tech impact see what's happening in the tech world firstly uh you know the app by now probably uh, hopefully it's called true caller now what true caller does is you can register a phone number of someone that keep, keeps calling you a spam number and register on it and then true caller when someone phones you you can actually access the name of the person that was phoning you and see whether it was a legitimate phone call or just a spam phone call now what's nice is uh, what the rest of the world is currently heading into a um a broadcasting not a broadcasting but rather a phoning not with gsm but rather a gprs now what does that mean you're not phoning on a cell phone but you are phoning with wi-fi you're phoning with data with internet right some stuff like whatsapp calls that's probably the first one that everyone knows as well as the uh, uh facetime and skype and things like that that is phoning by means of internet or gprs now gprs is a way of providing internet was an older way we are using 4g and lte and stuff like that now but in any case that is the basic thing uh, and what's nice is true call is expanding its services into whatsapp meaning that now when you've got a call on whatsapp you can actually track by means of true caller who the actual person is that is phoning you and determine whether it's a spam call which will happen on whatsapp in the not too distant future recently a friend of mine uh, had his whatsapp hacked i do not know how that happened but all of a sudden on all the communal groups that we share we just got this messages from how to trade forex and i don't know what else so be cautious it still happens in this day and age uh, it still happens to any device we just need to be careful for how we use it and how we access the devices the second thing that i would like to mention is something that i think is a very good idea and it is something that Amazon is starting now. So Amazon has launched its own programs and they fund their own, well, not programs, but they fund their own television shows and movies, which people go to them and then they purchase them and then you can find them on the series. But what's nice about what Amazon is doing is they're going to launch it or they launch the shows. They're going to keep it. And after a certain amount of streams, they will allow different companies like Disney Company uh, or Hotstar, I think, if it's in South Africa, which is trading as Disney Plus, uh, and Showmax and Netflix and the like, to purchase the Amazon-created content. In other words, uh, if there's something that you watch, uh, like Borat or anything that's on Prime, Clarkson's Farm, things like that, you will be able to watch it on Netflix because they will sell it to Netflix. Not only are they going to sell their content on to different streaming providers, but they will also start selling their content uh, onto airplanes and things like that. Which means when you go and fly versus, for all intensive purposes, you're flying with uh, Dubai, Air, you're flying to Dubai with Qatar Airlines, you might be watching uh, something that is actually on Amazon Prime because they bought it from Amazon or something that's been produced by Amazon. And I feel that that is a good thing. I think it's a good venture because what that enables us is they are selling these content in order for us to only still head back to the idea of having one massive subscription and that will entail most of our viewing stuff because currently when you have a disney account amazon prime account you have a netflix account you are slowly but surely heading up the way of um, paying in south africa close to a thousand bucks which is again sort of similar to what you would pay for disney or, or rather for dstv the multi-choice streaming services and the multi-choice uh, uh, satellite television 
Now it's a thousand bucks for DSTV per month, but that ex you don't need data for that. You don't need internet. Now currently my internet is very expensive uh, per month. And then I'm also still paying for the subscription to my various devices or various streaming networks. And I'm paying, I must be honest, more than a thousand rand a month uh, to watch content because you watch want to watch one show on the one content provider and a different show on the different content provider, but you need to pay for those shows. So that adds into the last thing that I want to mention. See what's the subscription monthly for these uh, streaming providers. See the amount of time you use on it and then determine whether it's actually worth the while. Is it really bang for buck or are you actually just paying a stupendous monthly amount for uh, content that you do not nearly need?